Good evening. Thank you so much for joining Devoted with Bernice. I hope that you have had a nice Thanksgiving with family, friends, neighbors, your husband. You cooked for your husband or your husband cooked for you or your wife cooked for you or your um, whatever, however you got your food on the table. I am glad that you are able to have some food on the table. I hope that the macaroni and cheese was on point. The turkey was juicy. The uh, cornbread was amazing. Um, I hope that the cranberry sauce was delicious. And you had some water, you know, um, because we all know that once we eat the Thanksgiving dinner, Thanksgiving meal, we need to like consume a lot of water because we need to push all that food down. <laughs> but anyway, I hope that you and your family had a great time. I know that a lot of women, we cooked a lot, you know, and I just want to give a little um, celebration for all the women that slayed in the kitchen for their husbands. And I know there are some men that cooked, so I just want to give a celebration to all the men that cooked for their wives and their um their their children as well so hey congratulations on not burning the turkey or the mac and cheese or the cornbread or the potato pie whatever it is that you cooked i am glad that you had a good time you had laughter um you enjoyed each other and if you didn't go out to see your family because of covid I hope you had a good time, you know, a good meal by yourself or, you know, called somebody and talked to them, had a FaceTime, a Zoom call, something that could connect you with people and have community with you. So happy Thanksgiving. It's all about giving thanks to the Lord. He is the keeper of our lives. He is the all-consuming one. He is so amazing. And being a father that protects, that covers, that that redeems, that 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 um, gives of uh, gives gives us wisdom, gives us knowledge, gives us peace, joy, you know, clarity, gives us direction. He orders our steps. He's blessed us all throughout the the year of 2021. I mean, think about all the things that have happened. Many people have passed on to glory. Many people have passed on to hell. We don't know. Some people went to hell. Some people went to heaven. Some people died. Some people almost lost their lives. Some people had COVID. Some people lost everything. You know, some people really went through a lot. But in the end of the day, we have to look at the fact that we are still alive, that we are breathing, that God is still in control, that everything that he's doing, he knows the seasons and the times and he knows what he's doing. And that you are able to wake up every day with all your muscles intact, with, with all your mind sane, with everything that you have in your life going on completely happening for you that you're able to wake up walk on on on, you know walk on this earth put some clothes on your back put some gas in your in your car like be able to call somebody that loves you it is a blessing and it's more of a blessing to have a relationship with the lord because he is the keeper of our lives he has always been there from genesis to even now and he was always going to be there he says that he, he will never leave us nor forsake us. So 
let's just give a celebration to Jehovah because he is not just Jehovah, but he is Jehovah Nisi, the banner. He's been a banner for us throughout 2021. He's been Jehovah Jireh, the provider. Hey, come on. He's provided. He's been Jehovah Rapha, the healer. Many of you, some of you had COVID, some of you didn't. You know, I had COVID. He was Jehovah Rapha for me and he healed me. You know, he's been Jehovah Elohim, Jehovah Tiskunu. He has been Emmanuel, God with us. So let's just take a moment and just give God glory for being a God that is a good, good father. That is always, always on time. He's never late, but he's always on time. So I hope that you had a time with your family, your friends, your husband or your wife and your kids and, you know, or maybe by yourself and you just had a quiet time with the Lord, an intimate time with him and just let him know, hey, God, I just want to give you glory. I just want to give you thanks for being who you are in my life right now. So happy Thanksgiving to you. It's all about giving thanks to the Lord God Almighty and also giving thanks to the people in your life that he's placed in your life. So I hope that you enjoyed your Thanksgiving. So today we're talking about, I know we're doing the series on um, the five foot ministry we're doing a series on uh, false prophets versus um, true prophets, but I want to take a pause. I know I did uh, false prophets last week, and I'm, I'm going to do the true prophets, but I just want to take a pause and talk about the gift of miracles. I had one of my friends call me this week and talk to me about the different uh, gift of the Holy Spirit. And as we got to talking, you know, people who are in the five-fold ministry, as we get to talking, we, we get to talking. <laughs> and so we, we talked for almost like an hour, two hours almost. And so um, what happened is that it really stirred something in me. And I went back to an episode that I did in 2020, September 2020, on my YouTube channel about the gift of miracles. And so I'm going to share that um, on here. Today, we're going to talk about the gift of miracles. We see that there's a lot of gift of miracles that has emerged in 2021, but there's going to be even more. 2022 is going to be a year of prayer is gonna there's gonna be a prayer movement that is gonna come upon the earth and not just that but there's gonna be miracles that comes with it and uh god is gonna propel people into the next season people are going to move and shift to where god is taking them to go in the in in their anointing in their assignment you know and not just that people are gonna move you know um move from from state to state from 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 country to country doing the work of the lord and you know if you might be somebody that that's like oh you know i, I have all of these plans that the lord want me to do but guess what in 2022 you are going to see yourself actually stepping into what god has told you in 2020 and in 2021 god is going to propel you forward and 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 move you so fast your head is going to spin so get ready get ready get ready like how um uh, what's his name td jakes always say get ready get ready get ready so get ready get ready get ready for what god has so i want to talk about the gift of miracles today because this is a gift that not many people understand it and um I just want to open your eyes to it. I believe that there are a lot of people that walk in this gift, but they are yet to step into it, okay? They are yet to know that they are able to um, basically be used by the Lord to do it. And so I hope that this teaching of the gift of miracles um, even gives you 
impartation to be able to have confidence in the Lord that yes, indeed, you have the gift and you're able to step into um, who God has called you to be with that gift. So if you have that gift, I pray that as you listen to this teaching, you will get impartation. You will get impartation of confidence in the Holy Spirit, confidence in the Lord. And you will have a yes moment with God. Like, yes, Lord, I know I have the gift. Yes, you have confirmed it to me many times in my visions, in my dreams. You have called people, you know, apostles, prophets to me, prophesied on me. You know, I've heard you audibly that you you told me that I do have this gift. If you are that somebody that has this gift, I pray that during this time of teaching, as the Holy Spirit led me to teach this, that you are going to get some revelation, some understanding some clarity and even get more revelation from the lord even the things that i don't say that god will will you know open your mind and give you rima words that will help you build on what it is that i share and um i hope that you enjoy this time um the song that i played was by ty tribbett i will bless the lord and i also played i'm gonna play um worship rise by travis green and then at the end, I'm going to play Worship Worship Rise by Travis Green again. And I want you to worship that song. Literally, like, pause and actually, like, go into worship. One thing I would tell you is this, that if you are going to walk in the gift of miracles, you have to have a heart of worship. If you look at um, Benny Hinn, if you look at, um, you know, men, men and women of God in the past, who, and even now with Benny Hand, who walk in the gift of miracles. You have to have the anointing come in the room. You have to have the atmosphere stared up so that the faith of the people are also stared up. Because in the Bible, we see that Jesus could not perform a lot of miracles. Why? Because the people did not believe. Their lack of belief caused him not to be able to stay, um, perform a lot of miracles in that specific city. And so normally when people who walk in the gift of miracles come in a place to minister, there is a lot of worship that happens. If you are called into the gift of miracles, you have to have a worship, uh, understanding of worship and a, a unusual desire for worship. Um, majority of people who are in the ministry of miracles, they love worship. They understand worship. And they are drawn to worshipers. They always found themselves around worshipers. So it's important that you take time to worship. That's why I'm going to play the song Worship Rise again at the end. And I want you to take a time to just worship that song. And literally, you know, open your heart. John 4, 24 says that, you know, we are to worship the Father in spirit and in truth because God is spirit, right? And they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. So I want you to take time to really worship the Lord. This is your... um, When at the end, this is your, your, your level of of uh your next level when it comes to the gift of miracles i'm gonna say this again people who walk in the gift of miracles have a well of worship in them you will never meet somebody who walk in the gift of miracles that don't love to worship that don't love to spend hours in worship it comes with it it comes with it because worship draws you know the anointed of the lord in the room because the Lord dwells in worship. He says what he inhabits in the praises of his people. 
he dwells. Inhabit means that you you literally like camp there. You literally like park your car there. You literally like stay there. You dwell, right? And so God inhabits. He doesn't come for a visitation. He inhabits in the praises of his people. And so people who who carry the glory of God, carry the uh, miracle anointing, miracle gift, they know how to carry the glory of God with them. They know how to carry the anointing with them. And the anointing honestly is found in a place of surrender to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. So let's take time to worship with worship rise and then um you know let's take time to pray and then we're going to listen to worship rise and then uh the teaching for miracles will happen so i hope that you will be blessed today and i love you so much thank you so much for tuning into devoted with bernice if this blesses you please share it with somebody that you think will also benefit from this teaching love you so much worship together um, with a song that you hear. So I just want you to take a moment and just worship with this song, okay? Uh, posture yourself. So let's pray first. Father, I just thank you for today. God, we, we bless your holy name. We reverence in your glory, Father. We thank you for your all-consuming power, God. You have power and dominion over everything. And so, Father, we reverence your name. We give you adoration. We give you praise. We exalt you. We we lift your name on high. We say hallelujah, praises unto your throne, God. Father, as we come before you as sisters to, to learn, God, I pray that, Lord, you will um, speak to our hearts and speak to our minds and even speak to our situations, Father, with this Bible study. I pray for my sisters that are listening. I pray that, Lord, you will um, consume their minds, Father, with your word and and let your word penetrate their minds, Father. Sisters, to, to learn, God. I pray that, Lord, you will um, speak to our hearts and speak to our minds. And even speak to our situations, Father, with this Bible study. I pray for my sisters that are listening. I pray that, Lord, you will um, consume their minds, Father, with your word. And... And let your word penetrate their minds, Father, that anything that is not like you, God, that, Lord, it will be demolished, it will be dismantled, it will be rebuked and destroyed and cast down with the blood of Jesus, God. And I even pray, Father, that, Lord, as we come together to listen to you, Father, the Lord, you will decrease me and increase yourself. Everything that is not like you, Father, I pray, the Lord, you will expose it, Father, and, and that you will... um speak your word over it and you will speak your light over it father concerning my sisters in their lives in their personal lives father and so god as we come to you to finish the the study of the the uh the, the gift of the holy spirit i pray the lord every gift that my sisters are in need of father that you want to give to them i pray the lord they will be open and willing to receive it right now with the blood of jesus as we listen about what miracle is all about i pray the lord you remove every false doctrine of what miracle is in our minds and god let your doctrine let what you have an understanding of what miracle is supposed to be father Father, that you will take over and, and you will allow us to hear what you are saying. I pray the Lord, let it 
let this fruit be on a good ground let this fruit be on a good ground father i pray for your consuming fire to fall upon me fall upon everybody that is listening fall upon this place fall upon this bible study and let your will be done let your kingdom come in the name of jesus i do pray amen all right so um sometimes the lord takes over and i speak in tongues the holy spirit just come and tongues just flow so <laughs> i was not expecting that <laughs> so yeah <laughs> um the holy spirit is making himself known that hey we are um speaking in tongues today <laughs> uh we're studying about the holy spirit so hey he's making himself known you are so welcome here holy spirit take over take over amen <laughs> all right so we pray let us have a moment of worship okay i want you to posture yourself before the lord let him come in and dwell with you let us really pour our love unto the lord today let us pour our our hearts and our soul to the lord today let him have his way all right so let's just pour our love on the lord because he deserves our love today yes god Let our worship rise tonight, God. We'll pour our love on you. Break open our box. Give you everything. From here to there, worship is filling the atmosphere, both now and then. Songs of your love will never end All day and night As we bow down our praise will rise Inside and out All that I am will shout And my worship rise Like a sweet perfume
Come on, go ahead and start offering your worship now from your heart to his ear. Open the 
gives us these gifts as he wills. So we are to come together as one. You know, if you are given the gift of discernment of spirit and somebody else is given the gift of faith or somebody else is given, is given the gift of healing, you know, we come together as one to manifest these gifts, you know. And so um, we have learned about the gift of knowledge, the gift of healing, the gift of faith, the gift of uh, wisdom, the gift of discernment of spirits, the gift of um, tongues, interpretation of tongues, uh, the gift of faith. And now we learn about the gift of miracles, the power gift. So we know that the power gift is faith, healing, and miracles. It's very hard to walk in miracles if you don't have faith. Faith is the currency to walking in these gifts, especially healing and miracles. Um, let's define what miracle is all about. Okay, let's look at it. Let's look at what miracle means. So the word of miracles in Acts 6, um, 8 and Acts 19, 11 is, is the same Greek word for, I hope I'm saying this Greek word right, <laughs> dunamis, I hope I said it right, which means power or mighty, wonderful works, strong, basically. And so working of miracles is very important because it's a manifestation of the spirit it is the mighty power of God flowing through a person okay so um, miracles is basically saying that you are going beyond the natural understanding okay so for example we know that Mary was pregnant but it was by a miraculous pregnancy it wasn't by um, a natural pregnancy we know how pregnancy happens a man and a woman who are married come together and they know each other sexually and they, they um, the woman have a seed in her belly and nine months later a baby is born but the way that um, the way that um, Mary had a baby was through a miraculous birth nobody she was a virgin it is known biologically that a virgin cannot give birth until she meets a man, right? Uh, until she has a a sexual encounter with a man. Mary did not know a man, but the Holy Spirit put in her Jesus. And so that is how we know that the miraculous birth of Jesus Christ became because it is outside of what the norm should be and that's what miracles is it's outside of what the norm should be which is why we cannot put God in a box because he's outside of the box he can do anything he can turn water into wine right he can raise the dead so we cannot put him in a box because imagine this when Jesus was standing there at the wedding that was his first miracle that shown people his glory when he was standing there right and he told the people bring water they were like i mean i put, put yourself in that position i'll be like water we're talking about wine i mean it was 
not fermented wines. So it was not alcohol. It was just like grape juice. Back then, that's what they, they, they consider as wine, grape juice with no alcohol in it. So you'll be like, you want to make grape juice wine with water? You would think, hmm, maybe let's get close to something that can produce wine or can, can produce some grape juice. Let's look at mango or let's look at some orange. Let's get some oranges and put it on there in the barrels and pray over it. And then it turned into wine. But God was like, Jesus was like, no, I want you to get water. That is far away from grape from, from wine it's the opposite it's like far away from wine how are you going to do that because it's outside the norm it's outside the norm it's outside the imagination of the mind which is why to be able to work in miracles you have to think outside you, you cannot be so into your head you can't you have to know that all things are possible just like the song you have to know that god works in the impossible you if you if you want to raise the dead you have to go beyond your normal thinking which is where the supernatural faith comes in which is why it's important to have the normally people who, who walk in miracles have the gift of faith and it's a faith that people don't understand like a faith where things are going crazy and you're like at peace things are Things look horrible and you're like god is gonna come through it's okay you know um it's like any increased faith it's a heightened faith i'm sorry this is getting my on my my, my face it's on it's a increased faith it's a faith that is like you cannot wrap your head around basically so every believer already has general faith okay or saving faith basically when you um you dedicate your life to the lord you you pray the salvation prayer you receive salvation through faith right and that's saving faith it's general faith ephesians 2 8 says that for by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of god right so we all have faith but there's levels in faith um and to be able to work in miracles you have to have that high level it is a divine manifestation of the Holy Spirit whereby a believer is empowered with special faith or wonder-working faith. And it's beyond simple saving faith. So meaning that wonder-working faith is a heightened faith that is not in comparison to simple faith. So for example, let's say wonder-working faith is like 100%, okay? And simple faith is like 20%. That's what I mean. Um, and to be able to get wonder-working faith, it's through the Holy Spirit. It's given. It's like a gift. It's one of the spiritual gifts. Okay? Um, the gift of faith is a gift of the Holy Spirit to the believer in order that he might receive miracles. So, so the working of miracles is basically the Spirit given to the believer that he might work miracles. Or uh, one gift receives and then one gift does. So the gift of faith, you receive a miracle. And the gift of miracles, you work a miracle. So for example, like this. Um, when, when, let's see. Yes. When the woman, um, I want to 
pick a good one that can make it very um, easy to understand. So let me pick this one. Hold on. So when Paul, for example, when Paul was, you know, stranded on the, um, on the ship, right? And it was very, um, there was like a storm that was coming, right? It was a storm that was happening. And Paul could not, you know how Jesus said to the storm, peace be still? That was him working in miracle, telling the storm to be still. Um, Paul, right, Paul, in the storm, in Acts, in the book of Acts, when the storm came, Paul did not tell the storm to keep quiet. He went through the storm. The storm passed over. The storm um, completed its course. But Paul and the people on the, on the boat, on the ship, were not harmed. They received miracles. How is that? The faith in Paul, knowing that God has a divine protection over him, was the miracle that he received. It's, it's not possible for him to have gone through that storm and made it. The ship was wrecked. The ship had issues at the end. But Paul and the people on there were safe. So it's like this with me when I preach about, when I uh, got, gave my testimony about um, the the um, accident that I had, right? And how God saved me. And the car was totaled. I couldn't even start the car, right? That was me receiving a miracle because I, sh I should have been hurt. I should have, horrible things should have happened. But God was showing me in a dream that that was going to happen and he was with me. So I knew that he was going to be with me. So that was a miracle that I received because I had faith in the Lord that he's showing me this, that he's with me. And that's okay. Getting out of an accident with um, everything intact when your car is total is a receiving of miracles. Because I did not speak to the car to stop at that moment. I said the name of Jesus, but I did not speak to the car to stop or I did not speak to the accident. I mean, I prayed many, many days ago, but at that moment, God has his divine um, protection, miracle happening, okay? And so a miracle, basically a working miracle is Jesus standing at the, um, the storm and saying, peace be still. Because we all know, you know, what happened when, when um, Jesus uh, was on the boat and there was a storm and the disciples were like going crazy and he was sleeping and they were going crazy oh my gosh we're gonna die the storm is happening and jesus got up and he said peace be still being able to put your hand or speak to a storm and tell it to be quiet requires a lot of faith the thing is we can see a lot of miracles we can god has given us power to do that but it's the faith that we need to see do you believe do you really believe 
the song said human limitations our limitations of thinking that when we pray or when we speak to something it will not go away we have to believe that you know we have to have that belief it's that it's that belief that many of us cannot um understand you know and that's what comes in between a lot of us from seeing miracles because you can you know if you have the gift of miracles you can speak to the dead and the dead will rise but do you believe and do you accept that you have that gift do you say yes god you have given me this gift of miracles and i'm gonna walk in it boldly if god has called you um to be a pastor you said yes right why is it that walking in miracles we cannot say yes sometimes I, I believe that it's because we think that it's such a powerful gift or such a big gift that we cannot own it but it's not you that's working it's the holy spirit spirit that is working through you and i want to clarify that that is the holy spirit spirit that is working through you when you are working in miracles um so with miracles You have to have a uh, a spiritual eye. You have to have a spiritual eye. Those who walk in miracles have spiritual eyes. I'm going to tell you that for sure. They're able to see a thing before it happens. God will show them sometimes when it's going to happen. Um, that's why they're able to believe that it's going to happen. It, it's, that, it's that boldness. It's that knowing. It's that knowing of, of God coming through. Um... So like I said, the gift of faith is the a believer receiving miracle. And the gift of miracle is a believer working, doing it, doing the miracle. So um, when, when you perform a miracle by the unction of the Holy Ghost, you are working in a miracle by this divine gift of the Holy Spirit. The power and gift are very closely associated with each other. Okay, so... The same is true for like revelation gifts and for utterance as well. All of the gifts operate by faith. That's why I'm saying faith is a currency. If you believe that you can speak to this mountain and it will move, it will move. But you have to have that faith. And so if you're somebody that desired a gift of miracles or the gift of healing, God normally start with working on your faith. Um, the gift of faith is something that can be grown. You can grow the gifts that, that, that the Holy Spirit gives you. You can grow it. The more you use it, the more it's growing. Okay? Like I said, said, saving faith brings one to salvation. Okay? Faith of faithfulness, the fruit of the Spirit, comes after salvation. Um, and the manifestation of the gift of special faith can come as a gift of the Holy Spirit after one received the baptism in the Holy Spirit. The gift of faith, which is the gift of the Holy Spirit, operates as well as He wills, not as, as we will. That's why people who walk in miracles can do things miraculously because it's not them. Remember when I was praying, the Holy Spirit took over. You have to be surrendered. That's one thing also. If you want to walk in miracles, you have to surrender everything. 
you cannot want to be in control for example if you are in a place and right now my feet is on fire i'm sensing all of those things you have to be in tune with your with your body with the spirit of god as well and with what god is doing like your hands are gonna be on fire and all that um when you are in a place and you're ministering, somebody who's let, let's put somebody who's who has the gift of miracles, right? At a place and they are ministering in the gift of miracles. God shows them a lot. God shows them a lot in visions, in open visions, in you know pictorial visions. He shows them a lot. So you have to be quick in the spirit. You have to be very quick in the spirit. And also, there's warfare that comes. If you're somebody that walks in miracles, there's a lot of warfare. And I, I really believe that a lot of people who walk in miracles are able to see angels. They're able to sense the atmosphere. You have to be able to do that because um, Jesus woke up and he sensed the atmosphere. The, I, believe that, I believe that there are things that were happening in the spirit that the disciples did not even sense, but Jesus did. And Jesus rebuked them and he said, you know, you unbelievers, why are you scared? It's because faith is the currency to work in miracles. So let's look at, um, let's look at the examples in working in miracles, okay? As I mentioned before, the three power gifts are gift of faith, gift of healings, gift of miracles. Um, they work together, as I said. In the case of raising the dead, oh Lord! In the case of raising the dead, all of these three power gifts—the faith, the healing, and the miracles—have to work together. How? Let's dissect that. We don't see too many people raising the dead, but I believe that there's a time that is coming that people will do that in the name of the Lord for the glory of God. Um, some of us may have one or more of these gifts operating in us, which is the power gift. But I believe that those that walk in the gift of miracles have all these three power gifts. Gift of faith, gift of uh, healings, and gift of miracles. First of all, to raise the dead, it takes divine faith, which is the, what? The special faith, which is given to you by the Holy Spirit. The, the special faith is to call a person's spirit back after it has left the body. Because we know that we are body, spirit, and soul, right? When we die, our body stays here, right? And deteriorates. Our spirit leaves and either go to heaven or hell. Prayerfully, everybody is going to go to heaven. Those who are really um, giving their lives to the Lord and live by the word of God and all that. Um so to be, if a person dies for example when jesus was going to raise lazarus okay mary was like oh my gosh you know jesus where were you when we needed you he died you, it's been days now and now you're coming people who walk in miracles they don't rush to do things they know when i get there all i need to do is pray on this person or lay hands and they're going to be raised we are not in a rush why because god has a timing for everything. Jesus did not rush to go, oh no. He, he didn't say, oh no, he's dead. Let me leave everything. Let me go over there. Because if I don't go over there and do the miracle, then he's not going to wake up. No, Jesus knew 
that because he has the authority, the, the, the power to lay hands, the power to pray, the power to raise him back to, to life, he could, he could take his time to get there. Because even if he went two days later, five days later, ten days later, he was still going to raise up. He was still going to get up from death, from being dead. And God has timing when it comes to miracles. Okay? Um, the reason why Jesus took a while was because he wanted to use that to, to show the power of the Lord. To show the glory of the Lord. Because those that walk in miracles, they have faith. They don't, they don't, they don't answer. They're like, oh, no. It, no. They go and they pray. And they do what God is telling them to do. And bam, it just works. Because they don't live in... When you have faith in the Lord, you don't live in like, Oh my goodness, what's going to happen? You don't You don't live in that, I don't know, situation. You live in, I know who I serve. I know God is going to come through. And I know He's going to do what, what he's, he's showing me or He's sending me there to do. Uh, so, to call back the Spirit that has left the body that's how somebody's raised back because the spirit has left the body then it takes the working of miracles because the body would have to be started already deteriorating right as in the case of Lazarus in John eleven thirty nine. so the moment the spirit leaves the body it's it's dying it's deteriorating deteriorating right and so to be able to raise the dead you gotta bring back the spirit into the body right Raising the dead also takes gift of healing. So that's why I'm saying miracles, healing, and faith are... People who walk in miracles have faith, healing, and miracle gifts. They have all three, these three things. When you call back the Spirit, and you are not calling the Spirit, you are just praying. The Lord, when you pray, the Lord is doing this, okay? He is calling the Spirit back into the body. Because that's what you're doing when you're praying over someone that's dead to raise them up. The spirit has to come back. And however the spirit comes back, that's between God and the spirit. <laughs> we don't care about that. <laughs> you're just praying to the Lord. You are using your gift to just pray to the Lord for, for that to happen. You're operating in your gift of healing, your gift of miracles, your gift of faith. So you praying is you operating in your gift of faith. Okay? And that God seeing that sends the, the the spirit back into the body. And when the spirit comes, remember that the body has started to deteriorate, right? So whatever, and also the illness in that person that causes the person to die is there still. So let's say a person has cancer and the person died on the table. When you're praying for the person to rise up, you're not only praying for the spirit to come back, but guess what? You're praying for the cancer to leave. You're praying for healing on that body. Because not only is it deteriorating, that illness is still there. So when, they, when that spirit comes back, the person has to still deal with that illness. And so where the healing gift coming in action is during that time. When you're praying for healing in the body of the person. People who pray for miracle things to happen. They don't pray in stages. Jesus didn't raise up and say. Storm, I want you to quench yourself. And I want you to 
be quiet and I want you to be still and I want you to never come back and I wait no all he said was peace be still and that's it he all he said was peace be still and when he cast out demons all he said was leave or you know um lay you know cast them out that's all he didn't pray a long prayer you can pray long prayer you can pray short prayer however the holy spirit leads you but those that walk in the spirit they don't take a long time with going at every point because when you walk in faith you just say to a, uh, a spirit in a, in a person get out leave leave this body this is the body of, of, of the Lord and they will leave never come back leave and never come back you know uh, Jesus said you know Lazarus come that's all he said Lazarus come it's with authority is that authority behind him it's that authority that the Holy Spirit give you that when God opens his mouth because when you when you are using the gift of the Holy Spirit you are you are, you are allowing God to speak out of you the Holy Spirit is speaking out of you because you know it's Trinity right God the Father God the Son God the Holy Spirit right so when you're using your gift of miracles you are allowing God to speak out of you so it's God that is speaking that's how you have to be yielded to the Lord um, and so healing comes in this play because if the person wasn't healed then when the spirit come back whatever he died from would still affect his body and would again die again right so the person would have to be healed too therefore all three of the power gifts are in manifestation when someone is raised from the dead so let's look at casting out demons um, an area in which the gift of faith operates together with the gift of um, the spirit is in the area of casting out demons, casting out spirit. That can also be miraculous because you know that a spirit takes over a person, takes over the person's mind, the person's personality, the person's um, body. It sometimes push them down and all that. To be able to um, cast out a demon sometimes it is miraculous because what it happens is that um, you have to heal the person's mind from whatever the demon uh, had in that person whatever stronghold the demon had in that person's mind which is important to pray over them second Corinthians 10 3 to 5 pulling down every stronghold casting down every imagination and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and and making every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ to the obedience of Jesus Christ because we walk in this gift for the glory of Jesus Christ right let's look at um, so I, I want to say this those who are called to the fivefold ministry would have to be equipped with certain gifts of the spirit in order to stand in a certain offices okay um, so therefore, those people who are called to fight for ministry, most of them have manifestations of these gifts, of these t uh, nine gifts. They have many of them. Okay. So if somebody's walking in the gift office of miracles, I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> if they are like walking in miracles and teaching about miracles and teaching in miracles and telling people how to operate in miracles. Um, and people who have the gift of miracles, how to own that meaning that how to say yes i walk in this gift and i'm gonna 
you know, walk in it, how God leads me to walk in it. Because there are, some, there are people who have gifts of the Holy Spirit, but they don't have the confidence to, to walk in it. And they don't realize that it's not them, but it is the Holy Spirit that is working in them. And that's what they need to realize. That's how they're able to say, oh, okay, then I can actually walk in this gift of knowledge. And I actually can walk in this gift of faith because it's the Holy Spirit that's working in me, not me myself. And I think when that happens, when that revelation happens, people are like, oh, okay. Now I can I can say yes to this gift. Now I can really own that I am somebody that God has called me to walk in this specific miracle, uh, this specific um, gift, okay, of the Holy Spirit. A miracle can be defined, like I said, as a divine intervention by God in, in the ordinary course of nature. So, for example, for example, like this. The new birth is a supernatural, uh, it's basically like when somebody's pregnant and have a baby, we say, oh, they have a, a miraculous, you know, birth. They had a miraculous birth. But that is not, like I said, it's it's the course of having a child. Um, the fact that they were able to have a baby with no complications, um, that is God's protection. That is God's protection. It's, a, it's, it's receiving miracles like how i said that paul in the storm he endured the storm that nothing hurt him exactly it's like receiving is is a faith faith receiving okay miracle because they have faith that god is going to help them through that pregnancy and through that birthing is receiving that miracle but when you work work uh walk in miracles when you do miracles that is actually doing it like making it happen with the Holy Spirit. Um, so when a miracle happens, it removes the course of nature, which is why people who are very into science, like I, I'm, I'm a lot into science. Like I, I have published a lot of articles. A lot of people always ask me, how is it that you are so knowledgeable about science, but yet you still own, like you still, um, you're still in your faith like you're so knowledgeable about science but you still you know believe god and you still like know what god is all about and you still walk in in your faith and honestly that is a gift from the lord <laughs> because that is really god's god's hand to let me know that he's above you know medicine he's above everything so Honestly, I can't, I can't answer that because I just know that I just separate. I, I, this is what I think. Um, science ends somewhere. God created science. He did. He created all those things for us to learn about it. Our body, he created it for us to learn. Analogy, right? Um, but it ends somewhere. And that where it ends... That's where God supernaturally and divinely intervenes. There, there's a place where God allows us to stop with our reasoning. And then he, the, the rest is him. All of the things that, you know, we learn is God allowing us to learn. But it's a, a, a part where we can never grasp. We can never understand. Which is why he says, my ways are not your ways, your, my, my thoughts are not your thoughts. And so that's where miracles happen, where that stop 
like how is it that Mary can be pregnant without knowing a man? That's where that stop ends. And then after that is where God is. This is where God is. God is here too. He's here too. But most of us know God here and into this part. And then when the miracle happened, the, the, the divine nature of the Lord, that we cannot comprehend. A lot of us are stuck here. And God is trying to move us to where he is. Meaning that to be able to move to this place, it means that you have to have an open mind. And God is looking for that person that has an open mind, that he's not going to put him in a box. That's why we can't put God in a box. Because he can't fit in the box. He's, he's all-consuming. Okay? He's all-consuming. So when the working of miracles is in manifestation, there is a divine intervention in the ordinary course of nature. Okay, let's look at Moses, for example. Um, Moses and the Israelites. He parted the sea. Nobody, you know, it's not something that's known. Like, you can't, what? You, you're parting oxygen and hydrogen because we know water is H2O, right? Dihydrogen oxide, right? How are you going to part dihydrogen oxide? It's very, you can part it, you can, but it's chemically done. But all he had to do was put up his what? His rod and speak to it. All he had to do was pick, put up his rod. I don't, I don't even think he spoke to it. But all he had to do was put up his rod and it parted. Because it's, that miracle is at this point, at this point. We all know this point. But God is like, I want to move you guys to this point. This aftermath of seeing water part. Of seeing rain come down. Elijah. Of seeing uh, Jesus, you know, stop the, the, uh, the storm. Of seeing you pray for a woman who's barren to have a baby. You know, to pray for a woman, say, pray for that. To have a baby. God want to do that. Somebody who the doctor has said, you can never have a baby. You who walk a miracle can pray for that person and watch God give that person a baby. So, walking in miracles is not putting yourself in a box, not putting your mind in a box, not putting God in a box and operating in your faith, healing, and miracles. Let's look at Moses and the Israelites. This working of miracles was used time and time again for miraculous deliverance of God's people, right? We see this gift used in Egypt when God convinced Pharaoh to let Israel go in Exodus chapter uh, 7 through 14. A number of miracles were, um, were done during this time. When Aaron threw down his rod and it was turned into a serpent, for example, that was the working of miracle in operation. How is it that you're going to turn a rod into a serpent? Only God can do that. It's miraculous. He had to put down his, his rod. Some of us, only the only thing we have to do is do what God is telling us to do. And we will see the miracle. Uh, when, you know, him putting out his rod was him walking in faith. Him um, showing forth his special faith. Okay? His gift of faith. Uh, when the dust was turned into insects, 
um, insects in Exodus 8, 16 to 18. And all the other plagues followed. This was the gift of the working of miracles in operation. You can't, how is it that you're going to turn a dust into insect? You know? But God, that's what it's saying. Like, you can't put God in a box. That's what God is saying. You cannot put him in a box. He can turn, he can, he, yes, he can turn insect, um, sand into insect. He could turn, um, you know, air. Look, the manna came down. How did the manna come down? We don't know, but we believe that it came down. We saw, they saw it. Our ancestors saw it. They received that miracle that God was doing. He rained down food for them. Can we, in this season, in our life, in this generation, be okay, be believe that God can rain down food, can rain down some chicken from, from heaven, can rain down food for us? It comes with faith. He can do it. I believe it. Do you believe it? That he can rain down um, not just water, but food? He can. But you have to believe. When the children of Israel came out of Egypt and approached the Red Sea, Pharaoh and his host were closed behind, ready to recapture them and make them slaves again. Exodus 14, 5-9. There the Israelites were with the wilderness on one side, mountains on the other, the sea in front of them, and the enemy behind them. It seemed hopeless, right? But Moses looked to the Lord, and the Lord told him to stretch forth his rod. Moses stretched it forth and the sea divided. So he didn't even speak to it. He just stretched it. A lot of miracles happen with prophetic actions. Prophetic actions. A lot of miracles happen that way. You have Jesus what? He said, peace be still. Peter walked on water. He had to walk on the water. He had to step out of boat and walk on that water. A lot of miracles happen with prophetic actions. That's why when you're a prayer warrior, when you pray prophetically, a lot of things are happening in the spirit. God will tell you, you know, um, do this or do that with your body or, you know, move your hand or do this or do that. You're, you're working in miracles. The things are happening. Things are shifting in the spirit. You might not see it, but it's happening. Your hand might be on fire. God is using you to war in the spirit, okay? And miraculous things are happening. You might not see it in your natural eye, but you can see it with your spirit. That's why the Holy Spirit is so important. You know, if you don't speak in tongues, that doesn't mean you don't have the Holy Spirit. Um, it's not just in tongues that you, you um, it shows that you have the Holy Spirit, okay? So if you think that you don't speak in tongues, so therefore you don't have the Holy, Holy Spirit, that's not true. I just wanted to say that. I don't know who needs to hear that. Um, so he stretched out his rod. That was the working of miracles. That was a divine intervention in the order of a course of nature. Right? In nature, the water should not part. It parted so much that they were, it, the, the flow was dry. They were able to walk on the floor of the sea. How amazing is that? But the thing is, Moses had faith in the Lord. 
And all he had to do, see, he had to put up his rod. That was him um, walking in divine um, faith with with special faith, which is the gift of the the um, gift of, gift of the spirit, which is faith. He had faith. You can't lead the Israelite from Pharaoh without that kind of faith, right? Peter um, throwing his net on the other side was him walking in faith. He got so many fish that his boat was almost sinking. So that is also a miracle because at that specific time, he's been fishing at that place. And he told Jesus that there's no fish here. And Jesus was like, cast your net on the other side. We work with the Lord when we, when we are walking in miracles. He tells us to do something and we do our part. And when we do it, we do it in faith. Which is why people who walk in the gift of miracles walk in faith. In a lot of faith. Um, and the faith is given to you by the Holy Spirit. When you need it, it will be manifesting. So let's see. Let's dissect what was happening here when he was parting the sea. There are two gifts of the Spirit that were operating in parting the sea, the Red Sea. The working of miracles divided the sea, but what kept it divided? It took the gift of faith to do that. Because he could have divided the sea, and within seconds, it could have come back. And the people would have been overthrown. The Israelites would have been overthrown by the sea. But the faith that Moses had, that yes, this water is going to part until we all cross. <laughs> until we all cross. And many of those, there were a lot of people that left Pharaoh left Egypt, right? All the Israelites that left. And the thing is, the sea came back together exactly, exactly the time that the Egyptians tried to cross as well. How amazing is that? It took the gift of fate to sustain this miracle as an ongoing act. God's people walked out dry shot to the other side. The enemy attempted to do the same but the waters came together as they attempted to do so. And the Egyptians were drowned in the depth of the sea. So we see a lot here. That even when Jesus um, fed the thousands of people with what? Five loaves of bread and two fish. In John 6, 9. John 6, 5 to 14. A lot of the um, the Egypt, a lot of the um, disciples were like, five loaves and two bread and two fish. How is that gonna feed thousands of people? Five thousand, and even they had like, they even gathered twelve remaining basket full when they were finished. And remember that after that, they were like, oh, we didn't, you know, take something. They were like, you didn't take a. Jesus was telling them about a parable, and. And they were like, oh, we, we, we didn't take enough. Or we didn't take some, some of this, the, the food or the leavened bread. He was telling them about, about the, the, um, the, um, um, the Pharisees. And Jesus was like, how many, how many baskets were left over? You know, how many of this was left? And basically what Jesus was telling them, what Jesus was telling them was that, where is your faith? It takes faith to walk in miracles. It takes faith to walk in miracles. So, Father, I just thank you for this Bible study. I praise your holy name. And I pray for my sisters that, Lord, the miracles that you want to work through them and in them will manifest. I pray for 
the gift of miracles that you want to give them, Holy Spirit. And those that already have the gift of miracles, I pray that, Lord, you would give them opportunities to be able to walk in it. Now, I pray for faith, a faith that is divine from you alone, so they know who and whose they are. I pray that those that you calling for them to walk in miracles, God, that they will be okay. They will say yes to you. All you need is our yes. So I pray for that. And I pray that, Lord, you will continue to um, help us to glorify you with our gift and help us to know that if you have called us to walk in these gifts, that we are able to um, receive them and able to walk in them. So I pray for that faith that we need, that that faith, that faith that believe in you. I pray that help us not to put you in a box because you, you cannot be fit into a box. You can never be fit into a box. So I just pray that, Lord, those that you are, you are giving a miraculous anointing on will be able to do whatever miracle that you're calling them to do. And I pray for humility because miracles and humility has to go together. So I pray for humility, Father, and I thank you for that. And I bless your holy name. And I pray for them that they, you will give them angels to help them through this time that they walk in the gift that you've given them to minister to them in every capacity that they need. And I come against the spirit of fear. I pray that, Lord, you will give them the spirit of love, of power, and a sound mind, and self-control. And it's in the name of Jesus I do pray. Amen. So, so uh, that wraps up our, our gift of miracles. I want you to go and read these um, these um, stories in the Bible. Well, I don't say stories. It's more like events that happen. Um, I want you to look at Ananias and Sapphira. Moses and the Israelites. I want you to look at um, Jesus feeding the, 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 um, the 5,000. So John 6, 5 to 14. Exodus 7 through 14. Acts 5, 1 to 10. Um, I want you to look at also... Um, Acts 8, 5, and 6. Alright? I want you to look at that. And as you look at that, God is going to reveal things to you. I think that the best, the best, the best activation is through the Word of God. Uh, I want to leave you guys with Galatians 3.5. It says, He therefore that ministers in ministers to you the Spirit and work miracles among you. Do Does he um, do it by the works of the Lord or by the hearing of faith? So that's key. That wraps up our teaching. It's about faith. Ask God to work on your faith. If you have the gift of miracles and you you want God to help you walk in it, Ask God to increase your faith because you can pray for somebody to wake up. You can be in, a, in another place and the person is in the hospital and you can pray. And God will show you that it is a Lazarus thing and you got to pray for that person. And that person will wake up. You can pray and lay hands on somebody who's crippled and that person can get up and start walking. It's all because of the gift of faith that God has given you. So ask God to stretch your gift of faith. And you will see your gift of miracles being at work in a supernatural way, in a divine way. Alright? So I love you all and I hope that you have a blessed time. And I hope that you will allow God to keep working on your gift and know that you are loved. And you have the anointing on your life. And you are graced for that anointing. Don't hide yourself. Don't quench that anointing. But walk boldly in that anointing. 
All right, so love you. Won't you pour out on us? 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 Won't you pour out on us?